Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. On the Wine Roads, a wine road trip that takes you to the four corners of the world to discover the most beautiful wine estates. First stop, Chile, episode four. Moving in the direction of Santiago, my wine route crosses the high-ranking valley, the Maipo Valley, the cradle of many great Chilean wines. It's without any doubt the most emblematic valley of the country. As a matter of fact, it's here that the conquistadors founded the first wines during the colonial era. A symbol of this tradition, the Viña Santa Rita, one of the oldest wine-growing estates in Chile. Founded in 1880 on the estate of the Alto Jauel, this bodega carefully preserves its treasures. The barrel cellars, intact for more than a century. Roberto Rivas, the master of the place, opens the doors to this temple. Look at what we have here. This cellar was built with French expertise, completely designed by French architects. Impressive. With a system of tensioned arcs. If you look closely, we took full advantage of the structure's strength. Most of the Chilean vineyards use a technology brought to us by French experts. That's very important to us. And when was this cellar built? It was built in 1875. 150 years ago. Yes, a very long time ago. And what grape varieties do you grow here at Santa Rita? Here in the Maipo Valley, we have Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Pinot Noir, and Carmenere. The Carmenere variety was wiped out in France in the 1930s by the phylloxera epidemic. We were very lucky that our onologist rediscovered it here at Santa Rita. It is unique. Just look at the architecture. And it's all in wood. All in wood. In a combination of styles, using stone and wood, and all done by the same architects. And we have something very interesting here. French barrels. They're from different suppliers, but they're all French. So all of these are French? All of them. They're the best barrels. And why is that? To make the best wine, Francois. The wine is more elegant, rounder, less aggressive. And what about American barrels? American barrels are much more aggressive. Because in the U.S., the wood for barrels isn't allowed to dry after the trees are logged. So that the wood is still green. 
That's why those barrels don't have this smooth finish, whereas in France, the wood is allowed to dry before it's used. For how long? About a year. A year. Once the wood is dried, they finish shaping the barrels over a fire. The flames dry the wood even more, which makes it smoother and much more elegant. You see, this feels less aggressive, and the wine has better aging potential. Oh, I get it. And tell me, how long can you keep the most prestigious wine you have here? I think that Chilean wine can be kept for a maximum of 10 to 15 years, as opposed to French wine that can be kept 25, 40 years, or even more, depending on the vintage. But not in Chile, because our wine contains less sugar. We keep the wine in barrels for a maximum of 18 months. Okay. To finish off this trip, I can't prevent myself from going to discover another part of the Maple Valley, the higher Maipo, the part that is closest to the Andes, situated over 600 meters above sea level. Amongst the numerous prestigious estates is Arras de Pirque. It's an astonishing estate of 600 hectares, intimately linking the world of wine to that of raising horses. Before going to see Eduardo, who is the owner of the Bodega Arras de Pirque at 40 kilometers south of Santiago, I've decided to take a little pause in the middle of horses. There are about 250 here, and it's the only bodega in Chile to make wine and at the same time raise racing horses. And here all of them are thoroughbred, and they're magnificent. It's extraordinary, because I could very well be in Montana or in California. It's moving, even. What a great place, Eduardo. Beautiful, huh? Marvelous. What you see is the entire Haraz de Pirque domain. It belongs to our family. The Mate family, my father and I are the owners. We keep racehorses at the end of that field, on the flat area, while the vineyards are on the slopes of the Cordillera. And it's all surrounded, like a big horseshoe, by bodega buildings where we produce our wines. We always feel that the horses and the wine belong together. But why go into wine? Ah, wine. Because wine growing has made great leaps in Chile. Because it's such a pleasure. Yes, and because of the horses, you have to hold something in your hand while you admire them. And that something is a glass of wine. And by checking out the region, talking to people around here, we learn that the best Chilean wines are produced here in Pirque. And Maipo in general. Yes. Concha y Toro, Almaviva, Santa Rita, Cusino Macul, all prestige wine growers who make excellent wines. So we said, if all the good wines come from here, why can't we make some too? The Andes Cordillera brings us this breeze and it cools the vines. 
In the highest sections of the vineyard, we've planted Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc because white wine needs that cool air. As present, our production consists of 80% red and 20% white. And tell me, where can we get the best view of the whole property? There is a great view of the entire valley from the top of the mountain. Should we take a look? Let's go. Before going back to Santiago, I'm enjoying an instant of liberty in these fields swept by the winds of the Andes. Back to start. I've got my head full of images, flavors, tastes, aromas, like all these men and women who have, all along my trip, seduced me, moved me, touched me with their kindness and their love for the land. The wine routes never end. There are still so many valleys to travel in Chile. I'll be back. On the Wine Roads, from a documentary series directed by Eric Michaud with Luna Sands and François Montagu. Sound editing, Agathe Leroux and Guillaume Sulpi. And mixing, Thomas Gabriel. Music by My Music Library. And Angle, the An Interscope Production. <laughs>